Hi, this is Eric. I produce the podcast. Before we run the recording of our most recent live episode, I wanted to thank Pat Stango from the Learning the Tropes podcast, who was kind enough to show up at the last minute with a key piece of equipment that I was missing and then stayed to run that piece of equipment, resulting in a great recording of the show. So thank you, Pat. And if you don't listen to the Learning the Tropes podcast, you should. I also wanted to thank everyone who came because it was really pretty spectacular. And for me personally, it was a remarkable thing to see so many happy people in one place. And with that, I'll just leave you with this bit from an article at Brooklyn Magazine written by Aaron Felgar. As the crowd files out at the end of the night, the handsome, young hotel doorman notes that the atmosphere was very different from the typical conference here. There's usually a lot of business stuff downstairs, he says. Tonight was good. It was juicy. Welcome to Faded Mates Live! Oh my god! I'm Sarah McLean. I read romance novels and I write them. And I'm Jennifer Prokop, a romance reader and editor. Holy shit! We really did have a moment today where we were like, what if no one comes? I literally was back there. I was like, what if no one comes? And Sarah... You all came. You all came. And some of you flew. Yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) I flew also. Okay, wait, but should we do that first? United Airlines really did not want me to get here, but I was not going to be deterred. I have airport privilege and just rebooked myself on Southwest, and I was like, it's fine, everybody. I'm not going to be stopped by the United Airlines... Ma'am. So, but Jen, we promised a giveaway to the person who came the furthest. Who thinks they came the furthest? Shout it out. Arizona? Hawaii. Hawaii. Wait, where are you from? Washington Washington State? Los Angeles. Angeles. See, we're going to need a map. (laughs) (laughs) Who's got a map? Vancouver. Wait, Vancouver? That could be it, Los Angeles. You crossed a, yeah. Did anybody come from Europe or Asia? Hawaii, maybe? You crossed I mean, an ocean? You could have okay. tried a little harder. <laughs> Wait, so we do need to, every, so, all right, LA and Vancouver, you have rectangles in your pockets. <laughs> and you should, you know, now you need to know, uh, we need to know from the actual location of your home. Yeah. One of you wins a Driving present. directions. Eric said to me earlier, he was, like, he was like, well, what if there are two? And I said, well, then we're going to need to know who sleeps furthest from <laughs> here. Whose so. bedroom is a little further? Yeah. 
We do have a few housekeeping things we want to mention oh, and yeah, I think I we'll cards. forget. So, okay, number one is the bar will be open the entire time and unlike a class full of children, you do not need my permission to get up and go to the bar <laughs> or to the bathroom. We will get more and more fun the more drinks you drink. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that is a promise. Um, and we were also going to tell them, oh, in your envelope, everybody, there's a note card. We thought you would bring your own pens. We just felt you would be prepared. Um, <laughs> but you all have friends next to you now. Yes. Okay. Or you will in the next two hours or hour and a half. All right. The reason that's there is it is the most low-tech way possible to have you ask questions that we might want to do at the end. We'll have some Q&A. Now, it's not that we don't trust you to get up and say, like, you know, I'm writing a romance novel and then, like, go on your treatise, but we thought it would just be a little cleaner to have these be on note cards. And then I'm going to introduce two very important people to you, Sun He and Julie, our Chicago friends, at some point are going to just come up and collect them, and then they'll bring them up to us. And so... We have an interstitial for the actual... Yes. Fade Amaze Live, during which that will happen. Right. So we might do some tonight, and, if, and the ones we don't get to, we will try and save and think about. Okay. Is that all of our housekeeping That's things? it. That's the boring okay. stuff. I mean, not that your questions will be boring. Your questions will be amazing. Yeah. Also in that envelope is a mask. If you would like to wear it, you're welcome to. And other fun things from us. Um, so this is the banter portion of the show, which means yes. we have planned nothing at all for it. <laughs> Um, but I do want to talk about this hotel because I don't know, is, is anybody here staying in this hotel? Have you noticed that we are on signs all over this hotel? And I have to be honest, like I was a little worried. I was like, oh no, what if the hotel people decide they're going to come and they are surprised by things like daddy romance. <laughs> But then, also on that uh, March calendar of events yes. is a shibari exhibition, which for those of you who don't know, is the art of sexual rope tying. Sure. Um, and so I feel like we're among our people. We're among our people. <laughs> but I will say this, you all think, I'm sure some of you think that we don't look at Instagram and, and Twitter all the time, but we do. And I just, is Nita here? Yeah. Nita. <laughs> You sent a message to us on Instagram today that made me howl with laughter, which was, who's teaching it? Is it Hattie from my book, Brazen and the Beast? So can we pass a book back to Nita? So here's the part where I say thank you to Grand Central and uh, Berkeley and Source Books. And this is a Christina Lauren book. It's from Christina Lauren and Kate Claiborne for giving uh, us books for tonight. If you make us laugh or we just like the cut of your jib, <laughs> you too can win something from this table of tricks. Yes. I'm sorry, what else? <laughs> I know, I'm so overwhelmed. This wait. is the part that Eric usually cuts out. Oh, wait, I know what I was going to say. Oh, Eric is here. Eric Over there at that table. <laughs> joined by Pat, who is our new co-producer. Maybe just for tonight. <laughs> no, producer Pat from Learning the Tropes is here, and we're going to see Aaron from Learning the Tropes in a little bit. So here's, I know what I was going to say. Yeah. What I were you going to say? I know what I'm going to say. I took a picture. Okay, so I got to the hotel, and I 
was in my room, and I looked down, and I was like, well, that's weird. That's my face. <laughs> and so I took a picture of it, and then I sent it to the following people. And I'm going to tell you their responses, and then you can tell me which one you think said which one. Okay. So I took this picture and sent it to my mother, to my husband, and to my son, right? So Mr. Reads Romance, Little Romance, and Mother Reads Romance. <laughs> mother does not read romance, by the way. <laughs> No, but she's very sweet and she just very supportive. And At that's one all point, moms though, I did mention the flame and the flower, and this like look came over her face, like 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 just like flashback. And she was like, "I have read that," and I was like, "Well, yeah, mom, you're 75. I think it was required. Everybody had to. It was if they, the rule. If they sold that many copies, right? Okay, so one of them was just like the smiling face emoji. One was iconic, and one was wow. Wow is your mom. Mr. Reed's Romance. Oh, well, maybe yeah. it was like a sexy wow. It didn't feel like that. It just felt like... <laughs> so here's what you need to know about art. Like, okay, so Eric knows everything there is to know about the podcast and can speak to it. At one point, Sarah was in Chicago and met up with my husband and was like, oh, he knows nothing about the podcast. And I was like, oh, no, nothing. Like, it's not like a, a thing. Secret. It's a, I mean, I talk about it, but it's just like, I don't I just think it doesn't stick. You know? Well, maybe you should let him listen to the daddy episode and it will stick. (laughs) It'll stick. Iconic, though, was my sunset iconic. I was like, yes, of course. It was cute. It was not cute. It was cute. That's so nice. And smiley face from her mom who was like, I don't know what to do. Emoji. I should have known. Emojis are really the zone of moms. Yeah, she's trying. Everybody's cute. Um... Should we talk about... All right, we're going to talk about book bans for like two minutes because I know we're a broken record about it, but we are. We're going to do it. Book bans are happening all across the country right now. They suck. (laughs) They are certainly happening in places where some of you have come from. And we are super excited today to have Amanda Littman from Run for Something here to talk a little bit about how we fucking fix it. We run for office. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, I am so glad to be here. I am such a fan of both of your podcasts and your books and all of this. This is so cool. Um, My name is Amanda Littman. I'm one of the co-founders of Run for Something. For those who aren't familiar, Run for Something recruits and supports young, diverse progressives running for local office. Here's how that connects to book bans. Most of the positions and the elected officials that are actively saying, no, take these books out of schools and libraries, are local elected officials, mostly school boards, many of them on library boards, some of them on city councils who oversee the budgets for these positions or appoint these positions. Now, a thing I think most people don't realize is there are about 85,000-ish elected school board positions across the country. Uh, About 13,000 of them are up this year. About half of those are not in November which means that if you are here or you're listening to this at home, you can run for school board. It is totally possible. But 75% of school board races cost $1,000 or less. 85% cost $5,000 or less. Many of them you're talking about like 500, maybe 1,000 voters. You know and can talk to that many people. And one of the most important ways, and I know you guys have talked about this before, that these horrific monsters who are trying to take the books that we love out of schools and out of libraries is counting on the fact that nobody pays attention to these elections, that nobody pays attention to the candidates, that nobody knows when to vote or knows how to show up and and make their voice heard. The best way to combat that 
is for people who care, like you all, to run for office yourself. And if you need a phone banking team, we've got you. Um, if you are interested, if you're listening to this, you're here and you're like, oh, maybe, go to runforwhat.net. You can enter your name and your address, and we'll show you exactly what's on the ballot for the U this year, and if we have the info for it next year. Now, New York City, we don't elect school boards, which is a whole separate thing, but many of us can help school board elections in other places of the country that do. Um, and for folks outside New York City, well, about 97% of communities elect their school boards. So there is opportunity here. Um, you don't have to be independently wealthy. You don't have to quit your job. Uh, it's okay if you're an imperfect person or a romance reader or a romance writer, <laughs> or you've got scandalous shit all over your Instagram. Like, all of that is, is manageable. But we really, 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 really need people like you and people listening at home to think about putting your name on the ballot yourself, because otherwise, the book banners win. We don't like that. We don't like, we don't it. like that. Boo to book banning. Listen, the truth is, is that book banning is com coming for us too, romance, which is why we're talking to all of you guys. Uh, there are bills on the, being debated on the floor in states all across America that are literally about banning romance novels and books with sexual content from public libraries, which is how a lot of us read. So thanks so much, Amanda. Anytime. Everybody go talk to Amanda at the end of all of this. Also, did you know, Jen, that it, it takes, um, women have to hear, run for, why don't you run for office seven times on average before they will run for office? It's not the same for men? Are you surprised by that? Shocked. Shocked, I tell you. I'm just the straight woman to that. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I know. It's so exciting. It is. I think the other thing we want to say, and you've heard us talk about this on the podcast, right? Like, it is our, also our duty to, like, take care of kids and librarians, and they need us. They need Are there librarians and teachers yeah. in the audience? Librarians in the office, right? We love you guys. We love you. Yes. In the back, everywhere. So this is not just about, like, us and romance. Like, they're coming for us eventually, but, like, really getting out there and saying, like, queer people deserve to be in books. People of color deserve to see themselves in books. Real history should be taught in books, right? We love books, and that means we love all kinds of books. So please, everybody, if you can't run for something, you can support people for running for something. You can do your research. You can show up at a school board meeting and stand up and stand for those kids. I'm sorry, I'm getting teary. Like, we just have to fight together, everybody. Okay, I'm going to stop. Okay, we're done with that now. All right, no crying. No crying. It played in my tribe. We did the thing. We did the thing. Um, well, what else? Ted Lasso's coming, you guys. It's Ted happening. Lasso. I'm very disappointed in Roy Kent, and that is all I will say at this point. Spoilers. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. All right, well, I won't say anything more. Yeah, I watch it with Mr. Reed's romance, and he's been traveling, and now I've been traveling, but I feel like it's going to work out for me because then I'll be able to watch a bunch all at once. Yes. Watching one a week, what? That just so... 1987. I know. I know. It's going to be fine. I believe in us. Should we bring people out? We should. Yeah. We should. So, Kristen, all right. Well, hopefully they're all here. Back. Are they here? Is that door open? I don't know. Kristen, don't know. can you maybe go? Kristen, Somebody might have to go. go. All right. We'll punt it. It's fine. What? Jen, what are you reading? Oh, what are you reading? Okay. Oh no, wait. Should you save it for later? I don't know. I listen. I just want you to know, everybody, that I have been reading a book that 
okay, yeah, like earlier today when we were testing the mics, it was me and Eric, and I was like telling him the plot of the book, and he was just like, you don't have to do that anymore. No, I'm kidding. It was fine. <laughs> and I was like, and then, right? So it was amazing. They're coming. First up, we have Adriana Herrera. bag full of stuff. I don't know why. Okay. Author of the most recent On the Hustle right and here. the upcoming An Island Princess Starts a Scandal. Is that right? <laughs> and what a scandal it is. <laughs> and now, Andy J. Christopher, one of our faves. On top of uh, going out whenever you like to to buy drinks, you can also purchase books by all of our guests now, forever, outside. There are plenty of books. We'll be here all evening. Tessa Bailey, we love you. First timer. We have talked about Tessa's dirty talk on this podcast. Many, many times, but this oh, is Tessa's yeah. first time, so be Hi. gentle. Tessa's a virgin, everybody. I I'm mean, faded not- Nate's virgin. <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> um, an- a- another first timer, Mila Finelli, join us. Mafia romance queen. Welcome, Mila. Mila. It is so mustaches. glad to be here. Mustaches are super hot right now in Romans, yes. so I'm impressed. Maybe um, you would be more comfortable as Joanna Shoup. You heard it here first, sort of, everyone. It's an official announcement. Just going to rest that right there. Yeah. In case anyone needs to hide, you can come up and get that. <laughs> Looks very comfortable. Um, Joanna Shoup, Mila Finelli, we are so proud to have you. Tell everybody. So Mila is, a, wow, mafia excitement. <laughs> Those books are smoking hot, you guys. Oh, yeah. And I know so you've heard about us. You've heard us all talking about them, and you're like, I don't know, mafia. Is it going to be good? Like, yes. I'm not sure. Look, it's Joanna Shoup, you guys. Yeah, yeah it's going to yeah. be great. Tell your story about the cage. Okay, so here's a funny story. How many people have read Mafia Madman? Okay. Well, you will after tonight. Then, yeah, you have all the rest. You have homework to do. It's fine. Um, I was an editor for that book, and there's a Woo-hoo! part where she gets kidnapped, as one does, and the hero, I'll put in air quotes, because I know that's what I'm about to say, doesn't really go with hero, uh, puts her in a cage. It's fine, though. It's, it's a sexy really cage. She's not wearing any clothes. It's fine. A sexy cage. A sec- and then I got to the end of the book, and I was like, listen, they don't fuck in that cage. What are it's you true. doing? It's true. That was Jen's big note. 
She was like, you have really, really failed if there is not sex in a cage in this book. But can we talk about a Faded Maids moment? Because when I did not know Jen had had anything to do with it, and when I read the book and I got to the part where she gets put in the sexy cage, it's fine. (laughs) Um, I stopped and texted Joanna, if these two don't fuck in the cage. (laughs) So, Faded Maids. Just the promise of the premise. It's true. It's true. Right? I love how now it's like the sexy cage. Like it's like the luxury cage. Sure. <laughs> the sexy cage. Right. All right. Wait. We have games. Yeah. What do you want to start with, Jen? Well, I think we should just actually start with everyone introducing themselves and talking about. Uh, here's a question we thought would be really fun. We love one as we've been doing trailblazers. A question we've asked is sort of like how people started reading romance. And so we thought it would be fun to have everyone answer, uh, tell us about the first romance they remember reading. And why. Yeah, what was memorable about <laughs> Show it? Show your answer. Show your work. Funny you should ask, because I'm actually rereading the first two historical romances that I like remember reading, which are Forbidden and Untamed by Elizabeth Lowell. By the way, I'm Adriana Oh, my God. Hi, I'm Adriana Herrera. I write oh. romance. <laughs> yeah. um, so um, Elizabeth Lowell, Forbidden and Untamed are the, like, and I'm sure it wasn't actually the first historical that I read because my cousin who I borrowed, even though she didn't know I was borrowing them, um, <laughs> historicals from had a lot of Joanna Lindsay and stuff like that. And I know I probably read some Joanna Lindsay first, but those two were the first that I like remember reading. And I hadn't read them in a long time. I, I'm actually reading Forbidden right now. And let me tell you, she's rubbing him with oils to get him out of a coma. And it's amazing. <laughs> That's, That's how it just works. science. <laughs> just science. Magical oils. <laughs> Andy? Um, so I came to romance in the very traditional way of finding a grocery bag full of romance novels in my grandmother's closet when I ran out of things to read. Um, and so I think like the first summer I read romance, I was about 10, and I think I read like 50, 60, 70 um, Harlequin romances, but the first one I remember is called The Cloud Holders by Bethany Campbell, and I remember it because there was kissing and she was topless. Um, yeah, I also came by a romance novel through my grandmother. I was on a uh, family reunion in Maine, and it was an all, like, just like one side of the family, all my mother's side of the family, and it was boring. I was 14, and they just like kept watching the same Riverdance DVD over and over again. <laughs> I was like, why are we, like, why? They all thought Michael Flatley was hot. Um, so it was a lot of tea, a lot of Riverdance, and like, just fish, you know, because we're in Maine. And um, so I found Hidden Fires by Sandra Brown in... That's a good one. Oh, you guys have heard of it. In <laughs> uh, my grandmother's luggage, and I read it cover to cover. And it was bonkers. Yeah. Uh, he, like, the hero has, like, a twin brother show up in, like, the 11th hour of the book and, like, fake out the bad guy. Like, the bad guy's like, who do I shoot? Who do I shoot? <laughs> to, like, save the heroine. It was crazy. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, during the gold rush era, and I got to meet Sandra Brown last year, and she was 
remember? <laughs> you I were have, there. <laughs> I have a story about this. So Did we you like lose your mind? I, I started shaking. I actually didn't, I didn't think that that would be possible. You know, I just said out there that the one celebrity I would shake over was Dave Grohl, but apparently it's Sandra Brown too. Yeah, yeah. it comes upon you. Yeah. I think I've told this story on the pod, but the first time I was ever in a room with Lisa Kleypas, I was walked in by our mutual, a mutual, a person who knew us both and was like very close with Lisa. And she was like, oh, I'll introduce you. She's so nice. And we walked into the room and she was sitting on a table or not on a table she's sitting at a table and I just saw her and I was like oh no and I and I just turned around and left and that was sad for me but well I told Sandra Brown created a holiday for her I told her that this story about me shoplifting one of her books when I was like 14 because oh, I was my god I was so hard up she for a romance it. novel I didn't have 14.99 which is what they used to cost you know and she was like well did you get caught and I was like no she's like well good then <laughs> so I love her I love it Joanna um, oh wait we, before you talk Joanna one of the things we didn't say because we were so excited about your mustachioed other character Joanna this is Joanna's fifth time on Fade and Mate, she is a five-timer. And officially in the club, she gets the official five-timer paperweight today. I'm so honored. And we so teach honored. her a special handshake. Yeah. Yay. Uh, first, can we acknowledge the work in romance that the grandmothers are doing? I mean, yes. everybody, like, everybody comes to romance, I feel like, through their grandma. Um, I was no different. I... Uh, I, I can't pinpoint one book because I read them so young and now I'm old and my memory doesn't go back that far. But, um, it was definitely historical. It was, she had tons of them in her library and I just remember picking, and I, I really, I wanna say it was a Kathleen Woodawis because that would have been, that would have been about the time. Um, it was definitely, there was a ship involved. <laughs> and um, I just remember flipping through it and seeing sex and just I mean I was probably 10 or 11 and that just it blew my mind and uh, it was non-stop from there <laughs> yay who else has a first one they remember yes Galen Foley's the princess her bodyguard oh yeah she like learns how to use a sponge <laughs> this is how I imagine Prince Harry was does anybody know 1940s it sounds like Danielle Steele to me wait it's who uh, wait, did you say bleach right, was let involved? It, let it percolate, bleach? and like in like ten minutes, you'll shout it out. And wait, we'll know. for the for posterity, for people listening at home, it's called the princess, and it's set in the 1940s, and she has to come and learn how to play house in America from her <laughs> European. He's a soldier. Yeah, that should be enough. Oh wait, so, someone she, knows. Julie Gar was Julie the princess Garwood. of the 40s. <gasps> Maybe. No. There's also Galen Foley wrote a princess book, and there's breast adult breastfeeding in it. Oh. Listen, we're getting there. We're going to talk about learning the tropes later. But we're
we're diving right in, you guys. If this is your first time, it's the yeah. deep end here. <laughs> you we're, paid yeah. money. Other channels are available. You know, Sarah, I don't know if you remember the title of that book you told me about recently. Oh, God, I don't. But are we ready for that? Maybe we hold on. Let people well, drink more. Well, you brought more. up adult breastfeeding. I feel like you just laid the path. Okay, fine. We'll save it for later. But listen, we're going to... Somebody remember I was going to talk about adult breastfeeding. They're not going to forget. <laughs> oh. oh, I was part of that. Yes, <laughs> you were. I part of that insanity. I trust, I trust this girl. Oh. She's all right, we'll Jude Devereaux was a trailblazer on our podcast. You should go listen to that sheet. That could totally be. Listen, yeah. Jude Devereaux travels the world on cruise ships. Yes. Like, she goes on cruises for like six, eight months at a time. That is... Goals. Life listen, goals right there. Queen. <laughs> anyway, who else? Who else has a first one? Let's see, over there. Oh, way in the back. I see you're excited. Red. Sure, Red. <laughs> Oh, oh Fian. Yeah. Was he a cat when he fucked her? Because sometimes he's a cat. Can you? Can we pass so this back cats. to? Thank you. So many cats. So right. many cats. Who else has a one? You never know like, what you're gonna black, get when it's a Christine the black glasses Fihan. Right here. Right here. Next Hi. To the pink. Hi. Yeah, there you go. What? Grandmas do fuck. <laughs> I know. It's shocking. <laughs> Bertrice oh, yeah. Small's beloved. Is there adult breastfeeding in that? Because there is in a different just one. just going to ask that. I know this. I don't know why. It is amazing to think of your grandmother reading What do reading you remember? Oh. oh, well, those were the days. Yeah. It was... <laughs> Mila Finelli puts one in a cage, though. <laughs> but it's, she's into it. Yeah. We are, too. Bertree Small's beloved. Birch, we've never done a Bertree Small book on the podcast, and it's not because I haven't read all of them. Pass the book back. Because of that. Pass Books. the book back. Okay. Let's take one more from the audience. Um, I just want, okay, in the mask. Right there. Uh, yes. You. Right there. Yes. Uh oh. Oh. Varsity level. Varsity yes. That is a 400 level. level. Wow. Uh, the Claiming of Sleeping Beauty was written by Anne Rice under a pen name, which someone here will definitely know. Roquefort? Ramp. Roquelaire. Roquelaire? Roquelaire, yes. We're spelling it. Yeah. You're doing great. You get a book. Pass the book that way too. Pass the book that way too. Um, Sorry. Okay, and it is part of the Sleeping Beauty like trilogy, or it's you guys. It is. It's too much. It might be. You know how I talk a lot on the podcast about how like 
ro- reading romance, like starting off, you're just like a frog in a lake. <laughs> and then you're like a frog in a pot of water. Sure. And it feels fine. And then you're like, it's getting warm. And then you're like, no, it feels fine, daddy. And then, <laughs> exactly. And then it gets warmer and you're like, it feels fine. Why Adult breastfeeding. Yes, right. <laughs> so, and then it's just hot. And that is the Sleeping Beauty Chronicles. And wow. Yeah. Marry that man. Marry that man. <laughs> Joanna Shoup says. Yeah. Did you get your book? You did. Okay. Okay. That's amazing. Oh, we're doing... We're yeah, starting we, okay. a new... We have some games to play with our, our, our panelists. We're going to start. We have a little a sort of quiet moment of uh, texts that we receive from Eric <laughs> while he's recording the... While he's editing the podcast. Because... I spend a lot of time just like pretending Eric isn't listening, <laughs> but then he listens and he sends texts. And so this is a question for the panel. We did an episode about menage romances and we talked about two P's in V. And Eric sent a text to me, his wife. I think it was. And Jen. Yes. Uh, just a friend. Not his wife. And it said. Two P's in V, sequential or simultaneous? <laughs> so. Yes. Wait, what, what just happened? Who's... The answer yeah. is yes. Yeah. Why choose is the answer, yeah. I guess. But I'm turning it to, I'm offering this to the panel because I'm not sure we answered. Yeah. What do you I mean, how hard are they willing to work? <laughs> I've only read one with like simultaneous, and I was like, this seems like a lot. In V? Simultaneous. In V, simultaneous. Kara McKenna did it. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it was, it was, I was like, this. Jade West. Jade West. Yes, yes. Jade Jade West. West. She's also a frog in hot water writer. Yeah. And then, and after I read that book, I was like, wow, not my kink, but good for them. Yes. <laughs> Smart. Smart. Anyone else? Mila, you have opinions. I mean, I, I wrote a monster romance last year for the bonkers romance. And I was like, <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> and snakes have two penises, which I did not know. <laughs> and that's convenient. It's convenient. <laughs> so, if you want to do two-piece envy at the same time, you just get a snake monster. <laughs> get a snake monster. You, they're both right there. <laughs> I, I feel like it's like driving with your feet. Like, you can, you can do it, but should you, should do, you it? do it? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm... So I'm, it's sequential for you. I, I'm reserving judgment, but... Sure. Yeah. I feel like the hot water answer is, like, when the first guy does it and the second guy likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? What, did you say likes it? Licks it. Well, that Licks too. It. I mean... That has a... That has a I'm sorry. Yeah, that has a name. Yeah, he likes somebody, it. Somebody here knows. Yeah. Let's talk about likes it, sure. Nobody's going to admit it. Like, Nobody's yeah, going to admit it. it, it. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think it's fine. It's fine. Okay. I'm sorry to anyone who's new here. <laughs> I know. You should talk to your friend who bought these tickets. Shameful. All right. 
We're also going to do a little this or that yes. with the team. Do you have one? You have the, all the, I have sorry, all all the, the cards. I have all the cards. All right, this or that team. Um, grovel or grand gesture? Ooh. <laughs> Look, oh my God. We need like a dial a meter. Yeah. Wait, all right, well, show of hands. Grovel or grand gesture? Grovel? Grovel, yes. All right, grand gesture? Okay. Why choose? Look at, I, look, wait. Def- I want someone to defend the grand gesture, and ma'am, you look so outraged in the pink. So tell me. Yeah. Like, the, listen, if looks could kill when you all voted for Grovel, this nice lady would be like, you're wrong. Okay, so <laughs> tell us why we're, they're wrong. Why do you love a grand gesture? Okay, mm. I like it. There you go. All right. Well done. All right. I'll take I like it. it. I will say, though, what, what I like about the grand gesture is that they've been paying attention. Because I feel like the, the grand gesture has something to do with something the heroine has expressed in the past. Or there's something that's really specific to her. And so the grand gesture shows that they were paying attention very closely and realized this is something that's going to be important to her. Yeah. That's really great. I don't know. You can have both. I, I like a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Like in Hot Under His Collar, the there grovel is. was the grand gesture. Okay. He's yeah. like, you know. I like I, a grovel because I like men to suffer. I'm sorry. As long as he's suffering. Absolutely. Suffering is paramount. Suffering is paramount. Yeah, I but I, I will say, if we're talking about MF romance, yes. I feel like for men, actions mean more than words perhaps so for me like i like both as well but but i like a grand gesture okay what about you i like them both at the same time not sequentially i like like a (laughs) simultaneous i like like a thoughtful grovel that turns into the grand gesture i've said this a lot of times and sarah knows that the day of the duchess is one of my favorite books and i think I mean, I won't stop you. The ultimate grovel to top to your grand gesture. Yes, book Agreed. that I. I mean, House of Lords, divorce. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I think to me that's like a little bit of both, but also like if you are groveling, like turn that into a grand gesture. Like, it's some balloons. <laughs> Fair. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> Daddy or stepbrother? Daddy! <laughs> the way that I almost answered so fastly, so fast, was like embarrassing. Well, daddy. Paparino, daddy. as uh, or, Mila Finelli says. 100%. Or Paparino. Or Paparino. <laughs> right? Tell All right, daddy. wait. Daddy. Show yeah, daddy. hands. Daddy. <laughs> okay. It's fine. It's daddy. Okay. Uh, stepbrother? All right. Yes. All right. No. 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 That's a good clarifying question. As close as possible, but no. Sorry. Yeah. Daddy. Daddy is not dad. Not not dad. Not dad. Very different. Crowbar separation. Yeah, no, no. This is, look, I am all for oh a my clarifying God. question. So people thought I was into no, that no, from no. the jump, Jen. No, listen. From 
said John. No, yeah, no. This is. I'm. All, I'm glad for a clarifying question. We're Thank talking you. like sexy daddy. <laughs> Thank you for wants, that. Very yes, important. Exactly. Right. Yeah, no, no. 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 We're not talking like Madonna. Oh, father. No. No. See. Okay. We're done with that now. It got okay. weird. Um, all right, uh, vampire. Oh, you guys! I, I, wait, I always want to say Sarah, that daddy Sarah. is not daddy's not like actual father, but like a state of mind, yes. a way of life. Like yes. a lesbian romance can be like daddy. Yeah. Right. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Sternberg's daddy wait, wait, is wait, a wait. mood. Yeah. yeah hang right. on. Sternberg's daddy. Okay. All right. It's like the Jedi's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So much. What? <laughs> wow. A f- do you remember this author? Can we give her a microphone? It's an old school. Listen, it had to be Sandra Brown. It had to be. It had to be Sandra Brown. It really Sandra does. Brown has it all best breastfeeding in like every book. Did you talk to her about that? <laughs> Tessa. What? Wait, I, did wait, you know I said I said can we give her a microphone because I, I wanted to hear all the we want, details. Oh yeah, yeah right, exactly. She yeah. Says, like, it's a father-in-law. Sorry, could you pass that back? Yeah. Um, it's one of her first was a father-in-law and an adult daughter-in-law, and there was also adult breastfeeding. You guys, we don't do this usually. I'm so sorry. You're not sorry. What's the title? What's wait, the do you title? know the title? You never remember the titles of the good ones, right? So does anybody, I mean, the problem with Sandra Brown is there are so many. Could be, yeah, right, sure. Yep. <laughs> all right. Um, should we do, oh, wait, we were going to do vampires. So, yeah. I mean, but first of all, who's been with us since the first season? Nice. Oh, hi. Our oldest. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's a new Cressley Colba coming. She's finally getting that lady out from under the ocean. Ugh. That fury. And she's going to write Fury and Kristoff's book she announced this week. So that's very exciting. And we always... I was standing inside that door right before we started. And Jen and I were like, this is so cool. Look what what happened. Look what we did. And then I was like, well, Cressley kind of did it. (laughs) So she's not here. And so it was really us. But uh, vampire or orc? (laughs) Vampire. I mean, it's such an easy one, but there's so many of you reading these orc books. We're Who trying to, to talk about orc books. Somebody does. Anybody an orc book fan out there? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You already got a book. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Oh, the CM Nascosta. Well, that's because CM Nascosta, I mean, yeah, she's great. She's great. At our la- Was anybody at our last Fate of Maze Live? That's the Mothman book I spent a lot of time talking yeah. about. Okay, so Tiny, listen. It's a very long time. Oh, right. Are you going to weigh in on vampires and orcs? Yes. yes. Okay. Everybody wants to fuck a vampire. I'm sorry. Yeah. Everybody wants to fuck a vampire just like everybody wants to fuck Hozier. Like, it's just... It's so cool. <laughs> like, you want to... Oh, my God. I do want to fuck yeah, Hozier. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no idea. Put it on a mug. It's, true. it's just... It's a rule. I'm an orc. I, I'm, I'm team orc. You are. I like a big okay. messy boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big messy. Just like spreading his stuff everywhere. Yeah. Give it spreading to me. Spreading stuff. 
I know. Joanna, that are, so I know that there. I have a question. I sometimes I wonder, like, would Joanna's answer be different than Mila's answer? So Ooh. I just feel free to engage in how mustache getting. back on. Yeah. Okay. I think in this case they're the same answer, uh, probably. Um, I know there are hosts of this particular podcast that believe other IAD books are the best in the series, but I would like to disagree, and I would say Lothair all the way. Second, Second, all third, all day long. Lothair, the best IAD hero. Fight me on it. Act the law. Whatever. Come it's on, Lizbetta. Yeah. It's not as though I go around cock-slapping gnomes. Andy's favorite. Andy's favorite line. No, he's great. There's also a very great grand gesture at the end of that book. Yes. For those of you who like a grand I gesture. I know. I deal. Is okay. All right. Wait, I have a... I have oh, a, wait. Well, while we're on IAD, we should oh, do yeah. another text from Eric. Oh, yeah. One more text from Eric. This is good. Yeah. So... <laughs> All right, as you know, first season, so Immortals After Dark, for those of you who don't know, is a series that um, Eric refers to as Monster Mash that was written by Cressley Cole, and uh, Fate of Mates is not, we are not supposed to be here, you guys. Like, we were only supposed to be 18 episodes long, so thank you to you for making us longer than 18 <laughs> episodes. Uh, but we were supposed to be uh, an 18-episode pod- podcast about Immortals After Dark, and uh, there is a point in Immortals After Dark, uh, which we call the Torture Island Movement. And sure. it's four or five books that center around literally an island where immortal creatures get tortured. And there is a hero who is a vivisector. And at the same time, we were also sure. talking about... Uh, no, and then in season a kingdom two... Of dreams. In season two, we yeah. read A Kingdom of Dreams. And for three straight weeks, we content warned A Kingdom of Dreams for you because a horse dies in, like, the third chapter. Yeah. And Eric sends a text after he listens to that, and it says, <laughs> Why is vivisection okay, but the horse dying needs a three-episode content warning? <laughs> And we were just like, I don't know. I don't really have an answer. Romance reasons. But it, Eric, it's a pony. Yeah, <laughs> it's it a is. Pony. Yeah. So, that was a good. All one. right. It's okay. The sa- it's the same reason in John Wick why everybody was upset about the dog. dog. <laughs> right. Not, not upset about all the people else. that died. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't believe you. Yeah. You feel that strongly up. about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, the dog dying. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's big. There's an entire website devoted to like whether or not they kill the dog, for, right? Yeah. I mean, people want to know. Does the dog die.com? Does the romance hero yeah. do a vivisection? Just doesn't really have the same. <laughs> I love it. Oomph. I love it. Does the, do- the dog okay. die.com? All right. Here we have a little game that is a throwback to romance's roots. And by this, I mean that I spent some quality time today looking up the titles of Harlequin Presents from the 70s. All right, now, here is the way this game is going to work. I am going to read to you three titles. Then you're going to pick your favorite. Okay, and then there'll be something else. Okay, ready? But let me give you the categories first, and you can decide which category you want. Okay. One category is titles with questions. One category is titles about the patriarchy. There's the animal category. One is about decisions, and one is about titles with names. I'll take the patriarchy. 
Okay, of course you will. Okay, these are actual Harlequin Presents titles. I am not kidding. Romance is unmatched. Okay. <laughs> Number one is Dear Plutocrat. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, I immediately am going to go to eBay and buy that later. Okay. Uh, this man, her enemy, or man hater? Okay. Which one do you like? Wait, man hater or man eater? Man hater. Oh my god. Man, just straight up. And this I was is like, the 70s. The 70s had no fucks to give. Okay. I can't believe you didn't pick the worst man in the world. Yeah, no, there's so many more. That, there was one that was, I think, I can't remember. I just tried to pick three. Okay. I'm going to go with this man, her enemy. This man, her enemy. Okay. Yeah, this is the next part. Put your mic up to your. What is this book about? I'm going to say he did something terrible to her family, and she is looking for revenge, and or opposite, or he, her family did something horrible to him, and he is looking for revenge, and they are out to destroy each other, and there's some hate sex involved. Probably a secret baby. Okay. Uh, probably. Uh, at some point. Like, okay. And then perhaps they end up, um, he ends up taking over a company. For sure. Amazing. Would read. Okay. All right. Animals, decisions, questions, or titles with names? I'm going to go decisions. Okay. So all of these titles essentially have a conjunction in the middle. Sorry to be an English teacher. Okay. <laughs> it's, like, <clears throat> it's like the weirdest Jeopardy. I don't know how else to describe it, but these titles made me laugh. Okay. The Widow and the Wastrel. Rough and Ready. Pale. Okay, I read that. Give that woman a book. Okay. Pale Dawn, Dark Sunset. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to pick The Widow and the Wastrel. Okay, because, what's it about? Um, it's about like a man whore and um, a lady who tragically lost her terrible husband. Um, I'm guessing she was a virgin when he died somehow. <laughs> and, and then she's just like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get railed real good. Um, and then she does, and then there's probably, if it's a Harley Quinn Presents, there's an oopsie baby at some point. And um, he has to, like, clean up his, his wastrel ways. Of course. Himbo. He's there a himbo, which is really, honestly, I'm 41 years old. I'm looking for a himbo or second wife life. Okay. <laughs> All right, Tessa, uh, books with t names, animals, or books have questions? Uh, animals. <laughs> okay. You don't know how I delighted I was by this when I read these to Sarah. We, like, laughed literally for a long time. Okay, ready? Here are your three These are titles. real. These are real books. Romance is unmatched. Okay. Who Rides the Tiger? <laughs> I love you all. Okay. The Night of the Bulls or Dolphins for Luck? <laughs> These are real books. Okay. Dolphins for Luck sounds weird. Um, I'm going to go Who Rides the Tiger. Of course yeah, you are. Like, hello? Tell us what it's about. Yeah, what's it about? Oh, there goes my drink. Um, I think it, it was empty. It's obviously. <laughs> so I think it was about like maybe a zookeeper uh, who like after hours, like suddenly the animals are talking when everybody leaves the zoo. Um, and so she realizes this like 
This is sounding a lot worse now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> this, like, this man that she knows from her past is trapped in this tiger's body. And he, like, keeps leaving her clues, and she's like, what is this guy, Tiger, trying to tell me? Um, and so... This is so detailed. I know. This is, for any of you who are liking this, this level of detail, this is why Kiss Tessa an is so appropriate. He got transferred to that zoo on purpose so yeah. he could make contact with her. <laughs> hey? Yes. This so. is the plot to Kiss an Angel by Susan Elizabeth Phillips. Yes, exactly. Amazing. A perfect book. <laughs> a perfect book. Okay, uh, perfect. Oh, my God. So How one they... day, like, you know, he convinces her, like, you have to free us all. Like, it's the only way to save <laughs> the zoo. Okay, I got to go. Keep You're done. Skip okay. to the next person. We're going to save you from yourself. That went sideways. This okay. is great. Coming uh, but soon. But obviously, she has to ride the tiger at some point. Like, you know, so I'm guessing yeah. it's after hours, like, in the enclosure. Sure. In the cage. In the, the cage. cage. You brought it back to the sexy cage. Sexy that cage. Nicely done. A, oh my god! I brought a full circle. Okay. Good night. Okay. <laughs> Would you like questions? If or? only I'd use that. Yeah. Right. Sure. If only questions I or uh, books with t- names in the title. What's your cat? Which one? You you pick, Jen. Whichever pick. one you really want to get. Well, you did Sarah's going to do the other one, so don't worry. It's all going to catch up. Oh, yeah. uh, yes, you are. <laughs> Come on, girl. You didn't think I was. I don't I was, know. I don't know you what didn't notice I prepared five. I know. It's fine. Okay. I feel like you are going to do questions. No. Books with names in the title. Okay, ready? Names in the title. Okay. The story of Jody. The Taming of Mara. And this one, I kid you not, this is a real book, I swear. Cindy tread lightly <laughs> there's what a comma the, in there i just feel like again i want to cindy tread lightly what was, mara, what was mara's the thing? taming of mara uh, the taming the story okay. of jody and cindy tread cindy tread lightly <laughs> so fun fact uh my nickname that I go by outside of the book world is Jody, so we're not going to touch sure. the first one because I know the story of Jody, and let's <laughs> like let's just move on. Um, so the third one is what the Taming of Mara, and then okay, Cindy, comma tread lightly, water polo. I don't understand. It's very clear what the book is about. <laughs> Maybe you should be doing Cindy is it tread swim- lightly, swimming or running. Tread, tread lightly, tread, tread swimming. So they're, but you don't tread lightly in the water. What? Cindy, tread lightly. That's exactly. We both thought water. Who I was thought like water, water polo who, immediately. Who thought I thought water. Cindy. I thought Cindy had run well, a foul. Nobody saw man, water. Nobody right? thought water. He's a ball shifter. He right. turns into a ball. All right. All right. So Cindy's a lifeguard in your story. Thought. Okay. She's a. I was like Cindy's a lifeguard in your story. <laughs> I thought Cindy maybe was like an investigative reporter oh, and she was... I like was... lifeguard. I like okay. lifeguard. lifeguard. And like he okay. falls off a cruise ship. Right. It, in the ocean, she's got to stay alive. She's worried about sharks. He jumps she's... in to save her and keep her company. <laughs> sure. To keep her company. Mermaid. Mermaids. <laughs> okay. Mer- yeah, Goldie, Goldie Hawn Mon- and Overboard is go. what Adriana yes. said. Yes. And Tessa added that there are mermaids. mermaids. So there you go. Okay. Um, right. Is there a Cindy, a Mara, or a Jody here tonight? In the room. 
I mean, it was the 70s when these books wow. came out. Wow. I mean, so. great. Okay. okay. All right. All right, Sarah, are you ready? Uh, not really. You are. These are amazing. <laughs> Listen, you're saving the best for last. All right, I'm ready. These three books are have titles that are questions. <clears throat> Do you remember Babylon? <laughs> okay, ready? That's number one. Dare I be happy? And number three, who's been sleeping in my bed? Oh, well. I mean, how many peas can there be? I mean, who's been sleeping in my bed is reverse Goldilocks, for sure. Right? I like it, yeah. I mean, I feel like a bear shifter, that works too. Oh, there you go. A bear shifter. Listen, let's just crowdsource it so I don't have to do it. Yeah. Bear shifter. A bear there is shifter. a bear shifter. There's a three bears, Goldilocks and the three bears book that you There's really like. only one bed. And they're right? There yes. are three bears. Wait, something's going on over there. I see. You were like you stopped yourself. It's fine. You don't have to. And they're Navy SEALs, but billionaires. And they're Navy SEALs. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. She's been sleeping in my bed. They are Navy SEALs. This is the best book I've ever written. Three bears. It, it should be MM at three bears. Yeah. My problem is I always flip it and then I get myself stuck. <laughs> um, all right. We need to collect questions and we need to talk to our friend Aaron. Yes, Aaron. But we, you were going to take this and do like a Oscar Oh, style. I was. Okay. And if you have questions, pass them maybe to the outside yeah, yeah. and we'll pick them up. Thank you. Aaron? Yeah. If, or not, it's fine. We're, we can't get to everyone, but if you do have them. Okay. Aaron, do you want me to go to Aaron? I'm, I'm going to Aaron. You should, okay. Sure. We're bringing, no, we're not, we were going to bring her up. What are we doing? No, you're coming. You come up. I Sorry. think you should come up. We don't know what we're doing. You should come up. We're going to, that's you're... the part that gets edited out of the podcast. Yes. Here, let's have, would you actually take Adriana's mic? I think it's a little better for me to keep my own. Okay. Aaron Lee from Learning the Tropes, everyone. All right. <laughs> If you do not listen to Learning the Tropes, you are missing out. It is so much fun. Yes. And it has recently shifted because it started out with you and your friend, Clayton. And uh, you you mentioned adult breastfeeding. (laughs) Was his the big discovery, I think, of Learning the Tropes for him. Yeah. And uh, well, we got a book for him. But. Now it's shifting around and we're doing new stuff. It was the romance novel virgin and the romance novel veteran. Veteran. And you are the veteran. And now tell everybody what they will get from learning the tropes now. So now it's shifting to have basically three different sections. So one is going to be I'm introducing a good friend to romance because as we all know as romance readers, whenever people find out your romance, they have a lot of questions. And then I always want to be like, I want you to read this one book. So I'll chat to them and then give them, like, prescribe them the book that I think is perfect. And then also just having different guests come on and uh, a new-to-me book that we'll read together. So those, that's like... And then review TV shows. We're reviewing Daisy Jones and the Six right now. How do we feel? Oh, good. How do we feel? Good? Yeah. I haven't watched it. Middling, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And so this is the, it's the, it's the new thing and it's kind of whatever it wants to be now. Okay. We have another question for you since you learned all the tropes. I did. All the tropes. What trope to you was like mind blowing? Like, was there a trope that as you like and Clayton discovered it, you were like, whoa, 
either this is my jam or it's not, or I had no idea. I think it's going to be a lot of our trope, which was the Omegaverse. We did not expect. We didn't. (laughs) Oh, here we go. You got to get it from Andy. Yeah. Omegaversity is an episode that you can listen to on Faded Mates um, with me and Allie Hazelwood talking about. I'm not going to say it, but there's, there's babies. That so come. much <laughs> semen. So much semen. Is what we learned about that with Allie Hazelwood. And, yes. and also monsters. I didn't I didn't see monsters coming. Okay. That's something to really enjoy. Speaking of monsters, yeah. I had some homework this week, which is, you know how you have the book that everyone has read in the podcast because you've told everyone to read it, but you secretly have not read it? Yeah. That was me with the Gorilla Twins. I know, but Gorilla I, Twins is the not Earl the title of this book, but don't ask Lorraine us Heath. what it is. It's Earl Takes All by Lorraine Heath. The what? Earl Takes All. Yeah. Earl, Earl takes, takes All. And I read it. <laughs> I read it on the plane yesterday and finished it today while Eric was setting up the sound. And I <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Like when you read something in romance that you're just like, how did this happen? Who gave the green light to this? <laughs> right? Like how did like how did Lorraine Heath literally kind of roll up on her editor and be like, "Hey, listen, I've got an idea." <laughs> She's Lorraine exactly. Heath, right? She's the best. She's yeah. unmatched. Yeah. So, if you don't know the plot of The Earl Takes All, I would just say very briefly, these two twin brothers go on a journey in Africa, and one of them dies and he comes back the guy comes back and he's like the you know the his wife these twins i'm like not even doing it justice because i don't even know where to start right so basically he lies about which he lies and says that he died when really the earl died and it's because his the wife is pregnant and he doesn't want her to lose the baby and so he's he's, been secretly in love with her of course and so he's been in love with his his brother's wife and he After his brother is killed by a gorilla, (laughs) literally, (laughs) like imagine like, you know, that scene in the Avengers where like the Hulk like smashes Loki. (laughs) That is how it is described. Yes. Um, Anyway, you love this book. I do. And I read this book and I was like, par for the course, Lorraine Heath. I'm Okay. What's uh, interesting. And then Sarah was like, that's weird, though, isn't it? That he pretends to be his brother and he was killed by a gorilla. And I'm like, that is weird. (laughs) (laughs) But I was too deep in Heath before that to 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 really comprehend. But it is is so good. And it is one of my favorite tropes, which is love with in love with the wrong brother. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, That's my favorite sound that everybody. What? Yeah, and love the yeah. wrong brother. brother. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm taking recommendations for that book for that uh, trope as well. Okay, good to know. We actually thought it would be nice then to have our panelists tell us a trope either that they love, or a trope like they maybe even trope they like want to come back. They've named themselves in love with the wrong brother, or if you would like a trope that you are tired of and want to just go away. Thank you. Oh, wait. Okay. Thank you, Aaron. For Aaron, we love you. For learning the tropes. Thank you. You can subscribe to Learning the Tropes on your favorite podcatcher. Yeah. And also, we'll put links in show notes. Although, we don't, I mean, we won't put links in show notes right now, obviously. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is now you know. Live show notes, everybody. Okay. 
Well, I, I mean, obviously, I've been on this podcast like 1,700 times, so obviously I love Faded Mates. Insta Love is like my number one. But I, one that I love and like I only remember how much I love it whenever I find a book that I'm like, this is like my jam is Runaway Bride. Mm. One of my favorites is Getaway Girl from Tessa Bailey. I love that yeah. book. So good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and that's one of the ones that I, I don't think it's like kind of like its own but it should be its yeah. own like genre and then I don't know I feel like fake dating is oh, starting to grate on it, me yeah. a little bit yeah um, not that I, I I don't think it needs to go away I think we just need to like revamp it like give it like like the Anne Rice treatment for like Cinderella okay you know what I mean like let's just do something real crazy sure yeah, I think I, I'm also a little over fake dating. What? You love fake dating. Well, you know what? This is your time. This is your time to I shine. mean, I guess we'll send a book back. Okay. All right, Andy, a trope you love or hate? Okay, so I'm going to... I, I can love all tropes. Like, I'll say, I'm like, I'm not into this trope, and then I'll read someone who's fabulous, and I'll love it. But, like, the trope that everybody hates that I love more than anything is a secret baby. <laughs> and I'm sorry. You got to be real. Hands up, secret baby fans. Look, you look all right. Hands up, secret, secret baby fans. <laughs> like, but if you, like, you have to be so creative to pull it off. And it's also like, because I started reading romance when I was 10, there were so many secret baby books. <laughs> there still are, yeah. I, I know, and I read them every month. I, I, I love a secret baby. Yeah, Alexa Barton's second book in the inter, in the um, WAG series, Fumbled, book. is, it's, well, I love all of her books, but that one is my favorite. Okay. All right, Tessa? I think so. I think my favorite, uh, my, well, one of the tropes is my favorite is Enemies to Lovers, but I, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. No, but it has to be, it's like really specific to me. I need proof at the end of the book that he's been in love with her the entire time. Yeah. Or fuck off. Okay? Um, a trope that I, like, I, I look at from every fucking angle, like, over and over again is the amnesia trope. Oh, it's so good. Because I, I can't physically go through the moment where she's forgotten or he's forgotten or whoever has forgotten everything that happened between them I can't do it mm. so I've been thinking about like what can, how can I write an amnesia book without having to go through that moment and I was like what if I start a book where the memories just came back Ooh. right okay I'm gonna do it okay. just crowdsourced it <laughs> thank you for your input <laughs> all right we Mila and Joanna again. We're, gonna, we're gonna workshop that book right <laughs> yeah, here right, right now right here with the crowd um, okay, I don't know all of you personally, but I feel like we're really good friends <laughs> now that we're all here together. And the trope that I am trash for, remember, Cone of Silence friends, um, is age gap. Oh, yeah. 
Um, that give it to me all day long. That's the whole reason I wrote Mafia Mistress. It's the whole reason I wrote My Dirty Duke. Um, I just put it in my veins. The like the bigger the age gap, the better. I don't know what that says about me. I don't know, but Paparino. It's fine. Paparino. What about one you are you're you're not so fond of? Oh, what do I not like? Um, <laughs> He's like, people that are the same age. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, don't even put it in front of me. I don't want to see it. We are both 35. <laughs> yeah, like I will say that a lot of the, um, a lot of the really dark stuff, you will see high school students and college students that are like, running mafia kingdoms and fine i'll read it i'm not saying i don't read it i'm just saying i don't believe it so all right um, fair all right jen we got to do some questions oh but i got to start with this one because i need to apologize to this person who is here tonight and has written us I've never read a romance. Oh, Yay! God. No, you don't have to admit right it. There, right there. I love it. Who is I it? I'm Hi. so sorry. No, I'm not. You know what? <laughs> Listen. How do you feel about adult breastfeeding? fandom and book. How'd that back. strike your fancy? You That's the book for you. George Yellow. Oh, yeah. Hey. There, there is zero adult breastfeeding in this book. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> wow. That is Kate Claiborne's Georgie All Along. It is a banger of a book. And if it doesn't win you over, nothing will. But also, maybe we have. Yeah. I can't see how we haven't. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, hello from the New York Public Library's Best Romance Committee. Two of us are here tonight. Yay! Yay! Hi! Oh, it's you guys! Stand up! Yay, Yay, librarians! Yay, librarians! We love you! See, it's not all weird. Sometimes the New York Public Library comes. They didn't tell oh, anyone they were here, is, though. Oh, here's one. Here's a good one for everyone. Yeah. How do you decide what a hero or heroine's scent will be? Oh. I will say it says, for example, time and fresh rain, and I see you, and you don't have to drag me. It's like it was raining, and I was cooking. <laughs> so, how do you decide? Well, because everyone, I'm sorry, anybody who doesn't know about a romance, every hero and heroine smells like something. I feel like in historicals that we get sandalwood a lot. Like sandalwood is really popular. Sandalwood, yeah. I don't know that there were that many scents back there other than like B.O. So I feel like. I've started giving them like designer fragrances. Cause like if I'm running a billionaire, he smells like something Lil Labo sells. Does anybody have like a weird smell they've, they've like read about in a book that perplexed them forever? Yes. Lisa Cliff is the love of Kerbalik soap. 
Oh, it's true. Oh, yeah. Well, she's loud because she's Lisa Claybus. Well, hello, stranger. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I once read a book where the um, it was like a post-apocalyptic kind of, and the hero said that she smelled like calla lilies. And I was like, do they? I thought those were like famously don't smell like anything. Also, it's the apocalypse. <laughs> right? It was very, very noticeable and strange to me, but fine. Okay. Um, Sarah, what's up with romance novel titles? Why is everything a play on an 80s song? Okay, 80s songs are 80s awesome. 80s songs are awesome is That's one answer. answer. I don't, or you're Eva Lee, you're right? Evil. I don't know, have any of you written yeah. a play on an 80s song? I'm I mean, we're running out of ideas. Girl. Too Hot to Handle was a play on a Black Crows song, I think. Yeah. yeah. I wrote a Bon Jovi song. That might have been song. 90s. Yeah. Shot Scott in the Dark. Yeah. Was, oh, no, I didn't write it. Eric suggested it be called Scott Through the Heart. <laughs> And then I crossed it out, and I wrote it under a different title that I no longer remember, surprising no one. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that question. That is a higher pay grade than me. But it does feel like part of it is that there are a lot... Jen, this is your chance to talk about the thing you hate the most in romance novels, when 25-year-olds know all yeah. the words to Dirty Dancing. I'm sorry, I really do. <laughs> I'm all like... If your heroine's pop culture references somehow are magically only the same as the author's, yeah. as an editor, this is like a fun thing I get to like write. Like I, I'll, right? I remember that note. Thank yeah. you. I, yeah. I got it. I got it. That's I'll be me. like, That's this me. movie actually came out 15 years before the heroine was born. <laughs> I, I will just say, some of us are out here just doing the best we can, yeah. Jen. Sure. <laughs> One time I even, like, sometimes I really, like, lean in. I'm like, this book is so, this movie is so obscure that there are not any gifts of it on Twitter. So, yeah, that is my least favorite thing. That's true. She's never given me that note. I have one, and this is a, um, we, we're running unbelievably out of time. So this is, like, a quick fire what is a romance novel that broke your brain? Dealer's choice on the interpretation. <laughs> Anybody have one? We don't I have mean, I will go because it's one of those like really formative early ones that I read, and it's Prisoner of My Desire by <laughs> Joanna Lindsay, oh, yeah. which I think I was, I was on at one point to talk about, but I mean, he chains her to a bed, she chains him to a bed. It is nuts. Well, this... Yes. 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 Well That's remembered it. first season. Rydstrom, my favorite. You get yeah. one for being first season. Wait, yeah. Is that where, where she's the witch? She is uh, Sabine. Sabine, the yes. uh, queen of illusions. Yeah. Oh my God, that was going to be mine. Mine was Lover Awakened, I think, yeah. by J.R. Ward. Ward. Because I, like, he, he was like a, a sex slave. Yeah. And like, like the trauma and like the neat, like, the kneading, like, <laughs> it was needing. a lot, you know? Like, it was a lot, and I was invested. <laughs> and All I right. think, like, that was one of those moments where I was like, you can literally do anything with a romance novel. <laughs> no. 
I mean, it's impossible to answer this question without sort of bringing up Lord of Scoundrels because that is the yeah. primordial yes. broke my brain oh. moment when like, da- sorry, you guys, spoilers, you should have listened to the episode. Jessica shoots Dane yeah. halfway through the book and you're like, wait, a, her- a heroine can shoot, just shoot the hero? Yeah. Yes. You're and allowed it's to do that? great because he deserved it. In a red mantilla. Yes, yeah, she goes home and puts on a murder dress. I want a murder <laughs> dress. Um, Andy, what about um, Tessa? Yeah. Block shot by Kennedy Ryan. Um, I like. I was like, this is like true morality chain in a way that I'm not comfortable with, but also makes me squeeze my legs together. (laughs) (laughs) True sociopath, and I don't care. I love him. Jared is mine. Have you guys talked about Nikki Sloan on this podcast? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. yes. The fil- is it Filthy... What is it? Filthy ri- Rich Americans? What is yes. it? The Wait, fil- which one? Oh, yes. Is it Filthy Rich Americans by Nikki Sloan? Oh, yeah. The, the initiation. Okay, so there is a scene where, like, this uh, young woman is marrying into a family and, like, the initiation, because it's, like, this really influential, rich, like, oh, yeah. dysfunctional family, is that, like, she has to get, like gang-banged by the board of this big company on a conference room table but like it's part of the the meeting minutes <laughs> no when i tell you it's compelling it's totally fine <laughs> hr is fine with it but like yeah. i like it's so it's weird because like it shouldn't be great like it shouldn't turn me on so much but like they're all just like they 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 like modify it so that like all they can do is like go down on her and so they're just like it's just like all these like old men just going like it's like so hot for some reason but what the fuck is wrong with me I don't know but I just want to throw in that one of the gentlemen is her soon to be father-in-law like okay Daddy. Yeah. Is this on? McAllister. Yes. Somebody turned this off for a good reason. Um, McAllister, her, her soon-to-be father-in-law, like, is obsessed with her throughout the next three books and, like, sends her running naked through a maze and chases her. Like, if you haven't read it, like, go. So good. Oh, go my God. Okay. I'm just, I question everything about myself after that series. I mean, yeah. maybe start with, like, the doctor. Well, Filthy American. Anything, really. By yeah. By Lincoln Sloan. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki yeah. Sloan. Nikki Sloan. You know what, for me, like, question? I have a very specific, uh, like, there are two books I can remember in the past couple years where I, like, read to the end and literally, like, went back to the beginning and started and just read straight through. And one was Run, Posey, Run. Oh, oh shit. Right? Right? Where I just was like, what is happening? And I realized, like, it really plays with one of my favorite my favorite tropes which is when a man is like get out of here i am a man and you have made me feel man feelings like right get out and she's like all right bye and then he like can't find her yeah and you know what the same is true of the master by cressley cole is that the one i like right and at the end he's basically like get out i i read that book in a loop for like 10 days straight when I first read it. I'm not actually kidding. 
Wait, so it's the professional, the master is the second one, yes. where she where she ends up, she goes back to being a maid, yes. and he shows up, and he's yes. like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yes. Oh, my God, I love Listen. it. Why won't my husband say that to me once in a while? <laughs> I, right? I have Get never... Get off the floor. What are you doing? The I'm thing like, oh that it God. makes me so angry about that book is it's um, heroin-only point of view, and there's this night he spends without her. It's McCree's brain. And I'm like... I would like someone to write me that scene of him just like being like, where is she? <laughs> I'm garbage, you guys. I, I feel love you so, it. I feel if you so, have oh not God. read On the Hustle by Adriana Herrera, that... Mm-hmm. And that was thanks to Jen telling me, you know what I love? Yeah. I love it when a girl just takes off on a guy. Yeah, and I was like, bye. I'm going to do it. Ugh, yeah. So good. And then they're like, I guess I better follow her. That's right. All right. You oh, have that sorry. one. Okay, ready? Okay, we have a, a, one more game to wrap up. All right. It's choose your fighter. Okay, and you get to tell me which one you want, and then maybe your favorite example of that from, you know, some other author if you want to. Okay, ready? Cowboy, gangster, billionaire, or Santa? <laughs> Hi, you've never read romance. And, um... <laughs> sorry, cowboy... Gangster, billionaire, Santa. <laughs> Dude, it's so hard, she said. Maybe we can have... Oh my we'll God. get some hand raises later. You guys think about your feelings. Wait, but while people are talking, I will just tell a story, which I have told on the pod, and I think Adriana knows, which is that now Adriana wrote a Santa erotica. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Called Her Night with Santa... It's about lesbians and Santa's a woman because it's a family business. (laughs) Sure. So she inherits. And now that is the like story I have told my child about how Santa works. Without the sex part. Without the sex part. But like, I'm like, oh, well, maybe Santa's a family business because you have to sort of, you know, have a whole new, it's like they see Santa, questionable Santa stuff everywhere, especially in my house. Just jump-starting the matriarchy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Cowboy, gangster, billionaire, Santa. Anyone? Adriana Stuck. You're... I mean, I want to say Gangster just because Run Posey Run really is yeah. one of the best books yeah. I've read recently, but like, okay. I feel like that's not my final answer. Okay, I'm going to say Gangster Billionaire, and I'm going to say <laughs> <laughs> The Professional by Cressley Cole. Okay, fair. fair. The I bathtub like- scene, you guys. The bathtub oh, scene. Yeah. Wait, the bathhouse scene? Yes. The bathtub scene and it's the bathhouse. So the bathhouse scene where she's all, they're so, so steamy. Sweaty. They're just covered in steam and slippery. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I like a blue collar hero. Uh, I feel like the closest to that is Santa. Yes. <laughs> cowboy. 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 I don't know. Yeah. Who's he voting you for? Know what? <laughs> you guys, Kate is not here. Kate's not here, but every time we like bring up cowboy romances, she talks about how much she likes that he has to do chores. <laughs> and I'm always just like, okay, okay, put that man to work. Okay. What do you think, Joanna? Oh, I mean, gangster. Has anybody even <laughs> gangster? Gangster. Like, gangster. You're like, uh, I wrote the book. Well, what? she's also yeah. written the historical gangster too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, all the tycoons are gangsters. I mean, I. That's, I don't want to read anything else. Like, always a gangster. Yeah. I want to mend my... Okay. Devil of <laughs> Downtown by oh, Joanna Shue. So good. Yes. 
I mean, is he a gangster? <laughs> okay, let's maybe get or a, sh- a businessman or an entrepreneur. Sure. Right. What about Santa gangster? Eight thirty. Gangster Santa. How do we wrap? Anybody? Okay, let's do a show of hands. Show of hands from the audience. Cowboy, you love chores. I love it for you. Make them do chores. Gangster. Yeah, we're dirty girls. Billionaire. Okay. You can hide. Yeah, yeah, look. Okay. Yeah. Santa. Oh, so good. I love it. This side of the room is Santa positive. Why not all four? Yeah. Um, okay, so we're we're coming up on time. So I just want to say a few things. One, you can read books by all of these people and buy them right outside those doors at a lovely book table. Also, each of these fabulous writers has selected a group of books that they think you should read. And so I'm going to just ask everybody on the panel to just reference one and give us like very fast one or two sentences on why you should read them one of my picks was heroes are my weakness by susan elizabeth phillips which is kind of a throwback but it's one of her underrated favorites of mine because it's a modern gothic and the heroine is a ventriloquist (laughs) (laughs) and and she does lose her puppets they're actually held they're actually held hostage so If you're going to read one of hers and you haven't, Heroes Are My Weakness. Listen. Okay. Uh, Heroes Are My Weakness. It's right out out at the table. Okay. Um, So one of my picks was Pride and Protest by Nikki Payne. And it is my favorite, favorite, favoritest uh, Pride and Prejudice retelling in the world. It's set in D.C. (gasps) The heroine's a radio DJ. Yay, (laughs) D.C. It is so smart, um, and Nikki, like, she is, I think she's going to be a a superstar. Like, she's amazing, so definitely grab that one. Um, One of mine, so I did Georgie All Along, obviously, an amazing book, but also um, Before I Let Go is one of my favorite books from the last year by Kennedy Ryan. Um, It's a second chance romance between a couple that is divorced and moved on, but they own a business together um, and like, oh my God, uh, it's an emotional powerhouse of a book. Absolutely recommend, 100%. Like, I related to the hero actually so much that I started therapy. So it was like that powerful. Yeah, really wonderful. (laughs) Perfect. I actually don't remember... Any of Mila recommended praise, which Fine. is out there. That's yes. all. That's okay. all I want to talk. About. Let me help you. <laughs> and Megan Frampton is out there too. Uh, yes. Okay. So definitely get those books. But pra- <laughs> but praise, praise is by Sarah Kate. Um, she has a new one out today, which is Highest Bitter, which I have not read yet, but is like super super age gap. Is but anyway, you're dirty, Joanna Shoe. Great. <laughs> yes. Is it good? Oh, I'm so excited. We have confirmation in the front row that it's good. Um, Praise is the son's ex-girlfriend goes to work for the father as his secretary. And he's like this owner of a sex club. And there's lots of like, if you have seen the movie Secretary with James Spader and you liked it, this book is for you. (laughs) 
amazing. All right, I mean, we, no notes. The book is perfect. Okay, Vancouver or LA? LA, how far are you? All right. Hey. Oh. Oh. Or Vancouver, how far are you? Oh, so, so close. close. So you both win. Um, <laughs> Why choose? A bag full of books. Come up and get them later. And LA, you don't get a bag, but you do get books. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Wait. Vancouver, Who is the Washington, LA person? so far. Oh, Canada, right. Oh, my gosh. You know what? So you guys many. come up it's and we'll fine. do Just some Google. Come up and we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. Out. We've got a lot of books it up here. It got complicated there. Okay. Here's what's going to happen, everyone. Oh, wait. And these things. Tell everybody that these are over there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we, if we're going to have a signing, and the authors are going to be over here at this table signing books. So if you bought books or, you know, you want, I think Tessa or Bailey submitted. signs people's body parts is my understanding. <laughs> if you boobs submitted. out. Yeah. <laughs> also, out, there were out. questions for individual authors, which we were not going to ask, but you can meet them yeah, and ask right. them yourself. And then Sarah and I will stay up here, but some of you might not have things that you want to get signed, so we printed some of these little cute, like, posters, and we can sign that piece of paper for you if you are not a person who buys physical copies of books. Okay. Um, is there anything else we were going to say? Except? Except, uh, please give a rousing yes. hand to Adriana Herrera, Andy Christopher, Tess Bailey, Finelli, our producer Eric makes us sound way better than we do every week. Wait, give it up for Sarah and Jen. Shouldn't we? I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna cry, but I am gonna say okay. you guys got us through yeah. the last three years. We did, and we are so excited to meet every one of you. So please come say hi and. Should we do this again sometime? Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's a real teacher moment. Oh, I'm just curious. Like, did you have a nice time? I hope you all had fun. Were we appropriately dirty? <laughs> um, there is a stack of books here. There, I don't know. There yeah. are like six left. <laughs>